You're listening to episode 36 of the Speed Mentor Podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Wall. I'm a former leader and barrister who had a Belf- uh, who had a Belfast itch. <laughs> I don't know if that is such a thing. Who had a business itch, which he just had to scratch. And having given up the wig and gown just over a decade ago, I've been on a one-man crusade to pack as much entrepreneurial uh, journey into my life as I possibly could. And you're listening to the latest leg of that, the Speed Mentor Podcast. Now, I'm talking of the latest leg. I hope you've realised by now that I'm handing you the entrepreneurial or entrepreneurial baton to you every single morning. And then it's up to you to run the 100 metres, sub 9.6 seconds and do your very own finger guns just arrival, Usain Bolt, until you come back to me the next morning for a recharge. Look, I'm not doing all this shit for you to sit in your backside feeling sorry for yourself or just eating this up like candy for the mind in the form of podcasts and consuming motivational content that'll actually rot your mind if you're not taking the massive action on the back of listening. Look, you've got to be taking the massive action and I hope you are too. And just in relation to the massive action, I want to give a massive shout out to Philip Armstrong Solicitor based here uh, just in Belfast, just outside Belfast, who on the back of the procrastination episode a couple of weeks ago really did got his finger out and he made contact with me just to let me know. Now, he made 10 calls on the back of being inspired by that episode. And do you know what? Do you know how many appointments he got set up out of the 10 calls he made? He had 8 meetings set up on the back of those 10 calls. How fucking awesome is that? Like, one of those meetings could be one of the things that changes his life forever. Just imagine that. Listens to a podcast gets inspired, makes 10 meetings or 10 calls, get eight, 8 meetings and maybe his life will change forever. Remember what I've said before, it's the action that creates the attraction. The law of attraction on its own is utter bullshit. So if you have that in the back of your mind that that works, get it out of your mind, it's a load of dangerous nonsense to start taking the action. The passive people in life never achieve what's available to them. You take control of your own actions and you'll take control of your own results at the same time. And this applies whether you're a business owner or an, um, an employee. Now, back to what this uh, episode is all about. It's all about uh, getting the promotion and the pay rise that you're dreaming of. Now, I believe that every employee should sit down just like a business, business owner does and map out their own life, including what their career looks like. Is that something you're doing if you're an employee and you're listening to this podcast? Look, everyone doesn't want to be an entrepreneur or a business owner. In fact, us entrepreneurs, we rely on discovering great entrepreneurs and you're a much sought after. Um, I was going to say, it just popped in my commodity, but that's not right. You're a much sought after and valuable resource. Look, celebrate yourself a bit more. If you can show that you are a successful entrepreneur, you'll be in big demand. But you need to start thinking about your career um, the way that us entrepreneurs um, think about um, our businesses. Look, we are... Where are you now? Where do you want to be in three months' time? Six months' time? Twelve months' time? Two years? 
five years. What are your gorilla goals in your working life? If you're not thinking about this stuff and being passive around your ambition, then you're done. You're finished. You may as well jack it all in now. Give it all up for fuck's sake. What are you doing? Please tell me you're giving this serious, serious thought. And if you haven't been up until now, start giving it serious thought on the back of this podcast. Like, what can you deliver for your employer? Okay? What can you deliver for your employer? Tell them. If you deliver it after having told them, and you don't get what you agree, because I know this is a big fear of many employers, employees, if I deliver X, Y, Z, and I don't get what I'm expecting or what I'm entitled to, then you're in the wrong fucking business anyway. So you may as well start delivering for your employer. Don't just sit there crying that you have a shitty boss or a shitty workplace. You're there because you choose to be there. If it can't be made any better, fuck off and work somewhere else. Don't be a victim. The truth, though, is that many workplaces are largely the same in any event. And so it's up to you to carve out something to make a difference to your own outcomes within that business. Don't just sit passively and complain. If you're working in a business that's parched of the good stuff, not producing the figs, you'll need to listen to an episode I did about the fig rolls there a couple of weeks ago, then why don't you be the change maker? What are you waiting for? Don't wait for anybody else. All it takes is a couple of people, a veritable SWAT team to make the difference. Look, a small group of determined people can overthrow governments, can shake up the world like Castro did in Cuba, or any other similar group of people who are determined enough. Now, that could be you in your workplace. Stop moaning and make the change and let your manager or the owner know that you're going to make the changes before you actually make them. Like, I hear you. But it's my manager who's the problem. How do I get round my manager? Look, get a little bit creative about it. Look, work out a strategy, a plan. Like, I remember when I was a slizder in the civil service um, 20 years ago and I actually wanted to leave the place as it depressed me a little and I was getting really quite serious about my ambitions. But I wanted to leave on a high and I determined that I wouldn't leave until I had a box one marking. Now, they're rated in boxes one to five. And it's very difficult to achieve um, a box one marking as lawyers are very loath um, to praise other lawyers as part of the reason why there's such problems in the industry. Now, I, I had a made up mind about it, what I wanted to achieve. It would have been a nice bonus and set me up for promotion, that box one marking. But I let my manager know that I'd be pushing as hard as I could for a great review at the end of the year. Now it didn't happen at the end of the first year because I was only six months in, but I doubled down and said I would do the same over the next 12 months, which would have been 18 months from my original intention. Now when we got to that 18 month stage, uh, my manager only gave me a box two marking, which I knew was unfair given the work I'd done. And I worked at that stage that he was probably taking credit for all the work that I was doing. But because I was working with forethought, I had documented on our intranet, intranet, that's before the internet, uh, intranet, all the additional work I'd done. And I presented that back to him because remember, I told him what I was planning to do over the next uh, 6, 12, 18 months. And I told him I would appeal his decision if he didn't amend me upwards to a box one. If you'd seen the look on his face, he went white as a ghost. Now, he promptly amended 
my marking upwards to a box one and that was highly unusual for a lawyer to get that and I had achieved my goal and remember that was a manager who didn't want to give it to me so if that's what your complaint is that you have managers that don't want to give you stuff you have to work out a strategy to get around them at which stage I knew all I needed to know about the culture of the civil service department that I was working for and I knew it was time for me to move on with the satisfaction of my box one tucked underneath my arm and I even gave up the promotion and the pay rise that were to come with that box one marking and I buggered off to do something more exciting instead. My point is not that I had an amazing life-changing experience, result or pot of gold from the decision to take the control of my outcomes but it was the first time I genuinely challenged myself to be better. That was at 27, 28 years of age. I set a difficult target for myself. I shared it with my manager and that I was going to go after it. And then I delivered the fucking thing, okay? And that was the start of me enjoying actual achievement in my life. Now, up until my late 20s, I've been like many other people in the world. No ambition, no goals, only interest in the paycheck and blowing my head off at a party as soon as I'd received that paycheck. But this was the first ever attempt at setting a goal with another person and even more importantly, delivering it 18 months later. The point is this, and this applies as equally to me in the wall group as an employer or at Kanos where I was a keynote speaker a couple of weeks ago or with any other employers. Look, as an employee, do not outsource your success to your employer. They might have business goals and they might not. They may have goals for their people and they may not. But even if they do, those goals may not align with your goals in life. Look at your life. Why would you outsource responsibility to anyone else for it? The longer you stay passive in a business, the more likelihood there is that you will not succeed in life. Look, don't be a victim and say, but I don't think they'll reciprocate if I put myself out there for three or six months. If they don't reciprocate, as I've said earlier, you're working in the wrong place and you're better finding out as quick as you possibly can. Look, I think the truth may be that you prefer not to find out because you've got someone else to blame your lack of success on. It's all my shitty boss's fault that I'm still a clerical assistant. Boo! No, it's not. If you want more than that and you haven't taken proactive steps to address it within your workplace, then it's your fault. Right? I'm going to give you a clue. Here's here's what not to say when you're starting to think about a promotion or a pay rise or bettering yourself in your work. Here's not what to say. Here's a a few wee things that I've jotted down here. Number one, you don't say to your boss, I'm struggling to pay my bills so I need a pay rise. That has nothing to do with your employer and it only shows him or her that you can't manage your own finances properly. That's not a good look to show your employer. Number two, Don't tell them you've got another job and you're using the other job as leverage because that's what they'll assume. If you tell them that, that creates a negative experience for your employer. And whilst it might get you a short-term win, it will lead to a long-term loss of confidence in your conduct. Look, there will be a breakdown in the relationship with your employer which will manifest itself at a later stage if you use a leverage of another job to get your pay rise. And number three, finally, don't ever go to your employer Um, that you've heard that such and such is earning such and such amount. That's none of your business and it's irrelevant what the rest of the world gets paid. Concentrate 
on the value that you are adding, that you are creating. Stop fretting about others. That's just a a sideshow because you're not confident enough in the value that you're adding into the mix. And here's what you should do. Here's the approach your employer or manager um, will actually really get the most from to help you get what you want to achieve. You go and you say to your employer, I want to help this company succeed and grow. And I want to grow with it. And here's what I can do to help it grow over the next six months. And this is the difference that I think that I can make to your business. And if I do that, here's what I expect in return. How could any employer possibly uh, say no to that? And if you deliver it, you'll get what you're entitled to. And if you don't, you know it's time to fuck off to some other business. Number two, it's the consistency of the value you add that will lead to your opportunity, to your promotion, to your pay rise. Create the value in your own work, then ask from a place of strength. And here's the piece de resistance of the whole escapade and the reason that you absolutely have no excuse not to do this. The only excuse that I can possibly think of why you would not want to add value to where you currently are um, are these. One, I don't want to go over my manager's head because it's my manager who's the roadblock. And number two, I don't believe I'd be recompensed for my effort, so I'm not prepared to put it in now as I don't believe I'll get it back. Now, if you're thinking either of those two things, and those are the only two possible things, if you're any type of person who wants to get ahead in life, there are only two things that will hold you back, right? Uh, but by the way, if you don't want to put it in now because you're worried about getting you're just a fucking loser anyway, in my view. But anyway, if those are the two things um, that you're thinking of, um, firstly, Nobody is owed anything by the world, right? The sooner you realise that, the sooner your results are, uh, will improve. But if you think either of those two, the beauty is that social media has democratised the opportunity to get your message out there, whether that be to your own manager or your manager's managers or to other employers. So, for instance, if you let your employer know that you're going to deliver an extra 20% revenue over the next six months and you'd expect a 10% pay rise on the back of that, the next thing you do is document on social media your efforts to deliver more. Trust me, entrepreneurs love to see engaged entrepreneurs getting jiggy with it. And when you deliver it, which you will, as I'll be keeping you company throughout those six months on this podcast, then you'll have more opportunities from other businesses which will see your efforts during that time and you'll be able to pick up your own ripe bananas that'll be hanging bountifully from low-hanging trees. Okay, So you can document it. So even if you think that your current employer or your current manager isn't going to deliver, if you're documenting it to the big bad world, what do you think that's going to show for you in six months' time? You'll be able to get a job somewhere else, no problem at all. And make sure the owner and the ultimate decision maker is connected to you so that you can document the great work that you're doing. And it will also keep you to a higher standard and get you thinking strategically about your social media output. So that's it. You've told your employer you want to help their business grow. You've identified a challenging target over a six-month period. Then documented your dedication on social media and crafted your narrative for six months around uh, around that. And once that's all done, you get your promotion and your pay rise. Just trust me on that. Go for it. Thanks for listening to episode 36 of the Speed Mentor Podcast. It's been my pleasure to have you with me here today. If you've enjoyed this pod, then please subscribe and leave me a review. It would really mean so, so much to me. Additionally, 
just to let you know that 30% of the mentees on the Speed Mentor Retreat, which we did in January, were actually employees and not the self-employed. So as you know, we've got the Speed Mentor Retreat coming up on the 18th and 19th of May. The outcomes of the employees who attended the retreat uh, in January were absolutely exceptional. Check out Mark Flynn, Melissa McConville and Gary Pollock, who's not, Gary's knocking out regular stand-up comedy routines on the back of SMR. To see the difference a weekend spent with yours truly, learning the principles of success can really make to your life. Look, there are only a, a couple of places left, so don't delay. Hit me up on my social channels or on my website and we'll get you booked in. You could also check out the episode, What's This uh, Speed Mantra Retreat All About? from about three weeks ago for more information about how it'll blow the front door um, off uh, your opportunity to success. If you've been talking to the wall, whether you get that promotion or not, it's your choice. <laughs>